0: Gentlemen, we begin. Great to have you at the Great Man Podcast. So glad you are joining us where we are calling out the greatness in men and challenging them to live meaningfully in their generation. I want to dive right into this podcast and I'm going to start with something I've been through just recently. Here we go. It's going to get personal. Uh, I have had a season of late Uh, and I'm not telling this with any self-pity, please do not misunderstand, but I have had a season of late where on four or five different fronts, all at the same time, um, I was both criticized and criticized wrongly. Okay. Uh, It happens during certain seasons of of our lives. I'm sure all of you have had that. Uh, in my life because my life is a little unusual in the sense that I'll have a role in one place that's completely disconnected from a role I have in another place and is completely disconnected then from a role I have in a third place. So for example, um, I do things at a university in Florida and then I do things in DC and there's really no connection between the two. I mean, the connection is me and the, the things I contend for, but institutionally, the people don't know each other. They're not connected. What happens at the one place doesn't have anything to do with what happens at the other place, and then I'll be part of a national network of people and working for certain causes and things, and that's unconnected to the D.C. and the university campus, and then I'll be doing something overseas, and that's a different project, and, you know, the common factor is me and my company or whatever, um, but they're unrelated to each other. So, in other words, if I dealt with criticism or opposition in one part, one portion of my life, one piece, one slice of the pie, that would make sense. But recently what happened was I suddenly dealt with criticism on three or four different sides, three, or four different pieces of the pie. And it was very interesting. Now, I want to talk about this very dynamic. What do you do when you're getting criticized? You're being gossiped about. You're dealing with some form of opposition like this. What do you do? We're all going to have it. You will have your episodes of being misunderstood. You will have your episodes of being criticized. You will have your episodes of being maybe gossiped about. That's the negative edge of these kinds of experiences. You absolutely. Will. And for me, it was very interesting, certainly not the first time in my life that I've had this, uh, and not just in one area of my life, but in a variety of them at the same time. And I want to tell you, first of all, this can be very, very good for you. You know that I'm an optimist. You know I believe uh, in a sovereign God. You know I believe that these things don't happen by accidents. They are opportunities for upgrades, they are opportunities to fix something, they're opportunities to get better. And I literally believe that we should welcome these things as friends. We should welcome these seasons as friends, as hard as that is to do, because they hurt. Nobody likes being criticized or gossiped about or thought ill of. We all, especially those of us who are leaders and are a bit more frontline, kind of thrive on being well thought of and having a lot of, you know, cachet, a lot of influence with people. So what do you do? So let's go through it real quick. I think it's important. I think some, many of you will deal with the same thing. You probably have. Maybe you didn't do it all that well. So you're saying, man, how can I do that better? The first thing you have to do whenever you receive any kind of criticism, whenever you're being gossiped about, whenever you receive any kind of negative input about you, is look at it square in the face and ask what's true. What's true? Is any of it true? Because I believe these seasons come to make us better. Now, they come for other reasons than just that. But one of the purposes for which they come is to make us better. And they can't make you better if you just treat everything as though it's completely false, absolutely not, completely wrong. Now, there are times that your things are being said about you that are completely false. And we'll talk about how to deal with that in just a minute. But what you have to do first, and what I do first, is I take honest stock of it, lay aside the offense, lay aside the emotion, and ask yourself, what is true what is true Okay. And once you decide what's true, then you can start making changes in your life. You can start looking at your life and, and making changes that you need. For example, um, in, in one of these situations, well, I'll come back to that in a minute. I'm not even going to say it right now, but, but I began to realize what was true and what wasn't. And there were things I needed to change. There were things I needed to change about my manner, or there were changes the way things I needed to change about how I communicated, uh, or who I, who I entrusted with certain tasks. And always in my life, Um, I've always believed that I can, I can do a better job with my personal presentation, that I can do a better job uh, by, by, by being a certain kind of person. I don't mean being different from who I am, um, but by adjusting my manner with people, I tend to move fast and hit hard. I can leave people with the wrong impression or wound. So always there's, there are adjustments like that to be made. So, so without getting in too much into the, into the weeds, the beginning, the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of the benefit of these situations is ask yourself honestly, truthfully, what's true? What does need to change? What's what's right about me? how How is an accurate mirror being held up for me? Okay. Number two, you need to ask yourself honestly, what went wrong? Okay, Uh, I don't want you to stay all internal in this first stage. This for number one that I just mentioned, because, yeah, you need to look at it. You need to ask yourself, you know, what's true? uh, How are these people being the unpaid guardians of my soul, et cetera? Um, But at the same time, you don't need to stay there. You then need to move to find out what systemically went wrong, what systemically went wrong wrong where did it go asunder where did it go wrong how did this criticism how was this criticism allowed what gave rise to it what went wrong that caused me to be criticized or caused the correction to come or caused um, the ill thinking about me because I'm going to assume of you what's true of me. And that is, I basically intend to do good in the world. I'm not out doing anything illegal or immoral. I'm not stealing anything. I'm when I, when I'm committed to an institution, I'm committed to it's good. Uh, so when it goes wrong, something systemic, not just personal, but something systemic had to go wrong. What was it? What was it? Ask yourself that, write it down. Analyze carefully, analyze quickly as you get older in life, uh, as you go through life with situations like this, you have to get good at analyzing these things and do it quickly. You can't take six weeks. You can't go into a cave and nurse your wounds and then come out in two months and say, okay, now let's look at the situation in reality. No, you got to deal with these things quickly because if these, these seasons happen, they're unfolding as you are sitting there pondering what's going on. You can't take a lot of time. So get good at figuring out what went wrong. Okay, number three, and this was very much the case in my situations. Number three is this, own your own communication. Now, I'm going to tell you that in my life, not only personally, but the things I've consulted in and helped and guided and watched, I will tell you that for the most part, communication is normally at the heart of what goes wrong. Bad communication, bad communication. Either you've communicated badly or there's been a communications vacuum. Nobody communicated well, or you trusted the wrong person to communicate. You understand what I'm saying? Somehow the facts ain't it and getting out there to everybody they need to get to. And this can be, as I say again, because nobody communicated well, because you trusted the wrong person to communicate, et cetera. And men have a tendency to leave communication to other people. And so you have to begin to own the communication. Ask yourself, if people are thinking the wrong thing about me, somebody had a chance to say the wrong thing about me at a certain point. Well, should I have been in that meeting? Should I have been there? Should I have gotten something written? Uh, how can I own the communication? And that's the same thing as asking uh, my next point, which is number four, and that is who do I need to go to so it's almost the same thing as asking uh, owning your communication. But first, you got to decide where your communication go wrong and what needs to be said. And that's number three. And number four is who do you need to be talking to? Who do you need to go to? Where do those conversations need to be had? Okay, it's very important because you will have times in your life you absolutely will and you'll have many of them where things go amok you're being criticized things are being wrongly thought of you people are assuming things that aren't true or there may be some truth in it but it's not all true and so ultimately you have to decide what does need to be said what is the truth what how does truth get to where the destination it needs to hit and then also who is that destination who are those people who need to be who need to be dealt with who need to be talked to? I don't mean dealt with like fired. I mean dealt with in terms of getting setting them straight. And in the situations that I was in, again, very, very different situations and different locations and everything, different institutions. I realized. That, that I needed to own my own communication. And I had different responses in different situations. In one situation, I said, I'm gonna start writing a monthly email, giving you a progress report. In another situation, I said, hey, I think our meetings are structured oddly. I'd like to have a one-on-one with so-and-so just for 30 minutes once a month. That's That solved that. It's amazing how that solved that. But I was leaving communication to other people, et cetera, et cetera. I won't go into all the situations I was in. Um, and sometimes there are even family situations where you need to wait till the appropriate moment and then uh, share your heart fully with somebody. It's not always institutional. Okay. Then the, the, the fifth one that I would recommend is this, what systems, and I've just described it a little bit, what systems need to be changed? What systems need to be changed? Okay. Uh, communication and, hit, and talking to the right person will almost always lead to, well, let's change the way that this is done in the future. Let's change these things. Okay. But finally, and this is really is my final thing. I mean, that, everything I've just described will usually fix it. I want to say to you that it's actually good for you to be ill-thought-of for a while. It's actually good for you to do this. It's actually good for you to have uh, criticism from time to time. It'll humble you. It'll make you gentler. It will open your eyes to the reality of certain relationships and certain people maybe you had too much confidence in and you don't respond by being cynical, but you but you're gentle now. You're a little bit more cautious. You're like, hey, Joe's a good guy, but you know what? He has a tendency to be easily swayed. I'm going to love him and walk with him and, and work with him and we'll get good work done, but I'm not going to put all my confidence in Joe. I'm not going to completely trust that Joe's going to have my back and fix everything. I'll, I'll handle that myself or, or I'll make sure I lean to some other folks for that kind of you know reinforcement and, and having my back and, and being in support. It's good to have your eyes cleared. It's good to have your thinking cleared. It's good to have reality dawn a little bit. And it's even good for you to be humbled and maybe gentled up by the way you conduct yourself. I think these things are valuable. And I got to tell you, I've had, I've had a really good time in these last couple of months where I've been smacked a little bit. It's been very good for me. I'm a little humbler, not bragging. You can't brag about being humble because <laughs> then you're unhumble. I'm clearer eyed. I'm uh, a little bit more loving. I'm a little bit more patient with human foibles. Uh, I've changed some systems and owned communication myself, talked to the right people, gotten, gotten to the right people, made sure I cleared some stuff up. And overall, in my philosophy, I'm not at all a hater. I'm not any longer having artificial trust in certain people or things. It's very good. Very good. Ultimately, my eyes, because I'm a Christian, are on God. Lord, you brought me here. You put me here. You want me to do good things. Show me how long. Show me how. Give me the grace I need to have with people uh, and let me love them, even though they may have let me down. You know, that kind of thing. It's a good, healthy attitude as you walk through this world, striving to be the happy warrior you're supposed to be, but not necessarily putting your total confidence in people so that you're disappointed all the time. But hear me. Here's the final lesson. You will have seasons of criticism. You will have seasons of gossip. You will have seasons where people that you have trusted let you down and you will have misinformation circulating about you. Let it do its work in your soul. Own your own communication. Figure out what's wrong. Fix the systems. Get to the right people and emerge from the situation. A little humbler, a little wiser, a little clearer eyed, a little gentler putting a little less confidence in the weak systems and sometimes weak people of this life. They're just doing the best they can do. They're just human beings. This is one of the great arts of great manhood. To join the great man community or to book Stephen to speak at your man's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production.